Are you ready to experience the rich interconnection of spirituality, orientation, and identity? If so, plan to attend Liberating Your Divine Identity, a retreat at Unity Village during Pride Month, June 9th to the 12th. This soul-filled retreat is facilitated by LGBTQIA plus Unity Ministers with workshops and ceremonies to cultivate a deeper awareness of our spiritual nature. Register at unityvillage.org forward slash I am divine 2022. You're listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. This one is called The Plants. Take eight. Welcome to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. We all know the funniest things happen when we stop taking ourselves too seriously and step out boldly, like Mr. Magoo blindly stepping onto the next swinging girder and falling into an outrageous jackpot. Your hosts, Daryl and Ed, are about to administer a refreshing dose of laughter and love that will inspire you to step out boldly and experience the funniest things. Now, here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed. Welcome to The Funniest Thing. Yes. Where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better than expected outcomes. Go on and tell everybody we're Daryl and Ed. That's right. I'm Daryl. And I'm Ed. And we're broadcasting live from middle school studios in downtown Culver City, the heart of Screenland. Yes, it is. The home of the Little Rascals. And many men. Queen Latifah, too. Yes. <laughs> it's true ladies and gentlemen yes we share this space with many creative geniuses and on today's show what's the title ed well today's show is called don't take advice from the monkey in the middle if you're feeling stuck it's tempting to seek outside yourself for answers in this episode we cage-free chimps daryl and ed remind our listeners that we live in an intelligent and loving universe the moment we realize this the answers become Obvious. Also, Laura Harvey, editor of the Daily Word, will join the zoo during the the second segment to read today's Daily Word, which is World Peace. That's right. Ah, World Peace. Before we do the three breaths, why don't you just share the short story on how we came up with this title? Well, funny you say that. The surfing nurse, was um, a, a good friend of mine, was telling me that how... A while back. Well, our listeners, if they listen to one of our previous episodes, yes, they'll hear a story about your friend, also known as... The Flaccid Surfer. The Flaccid <laughs> Surfer. Two episodes previous. Yes, yes. It's a great story. True. But, uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> but this show came to mind because uh, <laughs> the surfing nurse, a.k.a. the Flaccid Surfer, spent some time... In the jungles of Taiwan, because his uncle is um, is married to an anthropologist, and for her dissertation or whatever right. thesis, she had to spend two whole years taking uh, data on a bunch of macaque monkeys as they wandered through the jungle of Taiwan. They had to be there from the moment they woke up. They had to be sitting in their camp to the time they went to sleep. Every two minutes, they had to be taking data. And, uh, on so, the monkeys. On the monkeys. So Ray went there to spend some time with his uncles. He had to be accepted by the monkey clan and everything so anyway it was an amazing experience but one thing he shared with me the other day was that we were talking about you know the whole idea of the alpha male you know and all of this and the survival of the fittest yes because we actually we had gone surfing and i was paddling around and there was these guys and i was in a new a beach that i don't normally surf at and i could feel them kind of like vibing me you know (laughs) yeah (laughs) so ray pointed out to me though that it's not actually the most powerful monkeys in in the what do you call them? Uh, the, the in the clan, pack or the, the pack, clan, right. or something. It's not the most powerful monkeys. It's not really the leaders that pick on other people and do all of that nonsense, like power, 
power plays and stuff like right. that. Right. They don't use their they don't use their strength to yeah. take advantage of others yeah, or, to, to or intimidate. Yeah. But it's actually the pe- the monkeys in the middle of the pack who feel insecure and they wish they were the guy at the top or whatever, those are the ones who get into like, if they find a weakness in someone, they're going to try to capitalize on, you know, to try to make themselves look better. So we started talking about this with the show, which went all hand in hand with what we were talking about with, about being integrity and with ourself and how our real power comes from aligning with ourself. Yeah. Because I was just thinking when I'm full of fear, I become the monkey in the middle in my own mind. Yes. And I start getting angry and aggressive and I feel weak, but I got to prove myself. Yes. And we talk about this all the time on the show when we're in that state and we act from that state, there's never, nothing good comes out of those actions. Right. So let's go right into the breathing, which Daryl's my genius. Oh, speaking of Daryl's mind, the monkeys in the peanut gallery are on board. Well, and then, and because when your head is in that space, yes, it's never good to start making plans or act yes. in that space. Yes. And that's where our three breaths came from. Like, we're going to talk a lot about how not to listen to the monkey in the middle within yes. ourselves and realign ourselves with the truth. Yes. So in order to start doing that. You got to do something first. Yes, 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 yes. So, and what is that thing? Our breast for today is basically I, I pull my head out of the latrine and the beep falls out of my ears. Perfect. This week, first, we got to pull our head out of the latrine before the beep can fall out of our ears, right? That's right. Because I can't, I don't think we could say crap on Unity Online Radio. Yeah, right, right. It's funnier anyway with the beep. So, <laughs> let's take a breath to just clear our mind. I pull my head out of the latrine and the beep falls out of my ears. I pull my head out of the latrine and the beep falls out of my ears. I pull pull my head head out out of the latrine and the beep falls out of my ears. So, so, so. So we got some great readings. After that, I could just relax in the pack now. I know, right? Pick some uh, lice out of my friend's hair or whatever you call it, nits out of their hair. Whatever you do, don't go for those nuts in the bottom of those glass jars. Yeah, right. We talked about that on another show. A couple of our friends fell for that. We haven't seen them since. Yes, 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 yes. So so we were thinking about this whole thing and about we realized when we're the monkey in the middle, we're really in a place – of indecision. Yes. We're trying, and like the Bible would say, we're trying to serve two masters, fear and love. I mean, love is who we are. No matter what we do, there's, that's always going to be pulling on us. But when, when there's fear involved, we get split. We become the monkey in the middle and we lose touch with our power. Right. And that's when I usually start panicking and think I need to get, seek outside myself. I start yes. going, wait, maybe you could come help me with an idea for how to do this. Right. And they, instead of calming down. Right. And, yes. and treating myself, yes, you know, with love, yes. to get realigned exactly. with the truth, because the answers do come. And the problem with seeking outside ourselves, and there's nothing wrong with getting advice, no, you know, from people who know right. more than we do in certain professional areas, right. right? You know, like taxes and stuff like that. Yes, but when it comes to these decisions about our goals, our dreams, or daily routines. Yes. We know the answer. Yes. And seeking ourselves, ourselves, then we have the opportunity to blame others. Yeah. You know, when it doesn't go right. Right. But I always feel weak and I always feel like a fraud. Right. And I never feel like I'm on solid ground. Yes. When I do that, even if they give me something that seems perfect. Right. I'll still go question it. But when it comes from within, I'm, I'm enthusiastic. And that's when... No matter what yes. people say, that's right. If they don't, if some, well, we'll talk more about this. Yes. But no, whether no matter what people's reaction is to the decision I made, right? Whether they like it or not, I feel fine with it. Yeah, when that's it comes, yeah, but when it comes from someone else, because I'm desperate and I was indecisive, right? 
Then someone will go, oh, why did you do that? And I'll go, really? Well, what do you mean? What's wrong? Like, I'm, I'm never yeah. solid with it. Well, the thing is, when, we, when I act out of fear, it means that I'm uh, projecting this fearful world outside of myself where it's not okay for me to trust my gut, to trust my heart and do what I really would like to do and say what I really like to say. And so that was what came to me this morning. We were thinking, I was thinking about, because we were talking about when you're in that split place, you got to start making some decisions and you can't make big decisions. No. You got to start with making a, a decision. And one decision is that we live in a, what kind of universe do we live right. in? We, got, we mean, when we say we got to make decisions in that place, we mean, we're not like an aggressive army sergeant saying, well, your problem is you got to make a decision. No, 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 no. no, no. We're saying you got to make a kind, tiny decision yeah. to gently start getting your mind right. on the track of love. It's like you're looking through a telescope and you're seeing two images. You have to start focusing the lens, right? right? So, so that it becomes one single point. And then from there, you can make decisions which way you're going to go. But first, you got to get that thing in focus. And so I thought about this quote that, uh, from Einstein that many, I've heard quoted by many people about choosing whether or not we live in a friendly universe, right? right? So I said, let me find the bigger piece of it. And I went to something called awaken.org, I think it was, A-W-A-K-I-N. I found this chunk. And, uh, and it says, is the, is the universe friendly by Albert Einstein? And he says, I think the most important question facing humanity is, is the universe a friendly place? This is the first and most basic question all, must, all people must answer for themselves. For if we decide that the universe is an unfriendly place, then we will use our technology, our scientific discoveries, and our natural resources to achieve safety and power by creating bigger walls to keep out the unfriendliness and bigger weapons to destroy all that which is, uh, all that which is unfriendly. And then he goes on to give another option. If we decide that the universe is neither friendly nor unfriendly and that God is essential, essentially playing dice with the universe, then we are simply victims to the random toss of the dice and our lives have no real purpose or meaning. And then he says, but if we decide that the universe is a friendly place, then we will use our technology, our scientific discoveries, and and our natural resources to create tools and models for understanding that universe. Because power and safety will come through understanding its workings and its motives, God does not play dice with the universe. Albert Einstein. And I think you have a good one from Joseph Murphy, too, that yes. reinforces. We've got a couple of great readings we're going to yeah. kick off with. It really goes along with today's daily word, which is world peace. Because we were thinking... Okay, where does world peace start? And part of it comes with this, some, a few realizations and a few decisions. And on, uh, in this book, Peace Within Yourself by Joseph Murphy, which I, we got at, the, um, at the, the Center for Spiritual Living in Inglewood, in California. We go there for a metaphysical Bible study, and uh, Dr. Elizabeth Marshall is over there. She is fantastic. But they have a nice table of books that you can – uh, throw in a few quarters or whatever or, and right. just take them home with you. And uh, So this one's called Peace Within Yourself by Joseph Murphy, which is if you read the Bible at all and you want a, uh, the metaphysical kind of um, or just a very practical, uh, what is it called, translation? Not yes. exactly translation, but yeah, like kind of practical. translate. What are they really talking about there? Uh, it's in a way that I can apply to my contemporary life today. Yes, that's, that, that's what it is. Yeah. And so on page 235 – this is called the chapter is called uh, no the book is called Peace Within Yourself. This will be on our Goodreads.com list, which it, to find it you go to uh, www.goodreads.com forward slash Daryl and Ed. Yes, and then you can order any of these books to add them to your own collection. So Joseph says Joseph Murphy says we must realize that there is no one to change but ourselves. For example, suppose I want peace in the world. I must start with myself. As I establish peace in my own mind, I will contribute to the peace of the whole world. If I am friendly with the God self within, I will be friendly with all men who walk the earth. As within, so without. When I look through the eyes of love, I cannot hate even the meanest man in the world. And 
I'm going to follow that up with a little reading from Raymond Charles Barker, The Power of Decision. This is on our Goodreads list. Yeah, because this is great. This is really helps, helps uh, us understand how we've gotten mistaken through our lives about who we really are, right? It's easy to forget who we really are. Yes. And sometimes reading helps get the focus going. Oh, it sure does. I use That's it all another, the time. Yeah, making the decision to pick up an inspiring book. Yeah, instead of uh, reading, uh, you know, the newspaper or something that's going to bring you further down the rabbit hole. Yes, yes. And this is on page 18. It says, you were born as an intelligence in a universe of intelligence to unfold, evolve, and create as an intelligence. Unfortunately, the world does not believe this. So we spend the first 18 years of life having knowledge crammed into us. Our whole value to the world is based on how many facts we know. We are not considered as intelligence. Rather, we are considered as human humans who need to be made intelligent. As adults, we assume we are intelligent before we have diplomas to prove it. All along this pathway, we have been pure intelligence awaiting our self-awareness as such. Growing up, we have known ourselves as the child, the teenager, the young adult. We have been conditioned to think of ourselves as name, career, bank account, and social position. I agree with that much of this is necessary, but not as necessary as we have made it. And here he gives us the solution. Yes. You are greater than you think you are. You hold the key to life in your mind. You can act intelligently in a universe of intelligence. You can decide what shall go into your subconscious mind. You can think what you want and thereby have your subconscious mind produce what you want. You can control your present experience and plan and determine your future. Thousands have done this. Other thousands are doing this. Why not join the ranks and become what you want to be? Nice. And this reminds me of my first real experience with choosing this way mm-hmm. was when I was first introduced to this way of life or these, this new way of thinking, the spiritual laws. And I was in the Coast Guard and I was in Honolulu. And at that time, this was the early 80s, the Coast Guard had a very bad reputation yes. among the locals. You know, especially Caucasians or African-American military personnel mm-hmm. were just perceived as, right. you know, trouble. It was a very terrible perception. Now, I had a choice. Up until this moment, I was like, yeah, they all hate us here. Right. You know, right. and I'd like act from that place and yes. I'd see mean locals wherever I went. Right. But once I came into this teaching, I started doing these morning prayers and my perception started changing. I said, you know what? I'm going to start being the best example of a military person because I wore my uniform in the civilian world because I was working downtown right. with the prosecuting attorney. Right. And I would choose this yes. on a daily basis mm-hmm. to be kind, to be well aware of my actions as, a, as the viewer. Like That's how I know our mind is not us, that we think these thoughts, that we use our mind, because we can choose our thoughts. And I could watch how my mind is thinking. Yes. That's how we can see that this is a tool that we are bigger. My spirit can see the bigger picture. Yes, yes. And I did this, and things rapidly changed for the better. Right. And there's one line in this award I ended up getting from the Department of the Secretary of the Army. It's an Army Combination Medal. And it says, his personal efforts in regards to me have resulted have resulted in superior relations between the Honolulu Police Department and the military services. And it was the whole community in general they talk about in that award. Now, I didn't do this to win that. Right. I did this to transform my my universe. Yes. And it was a wonderful life. It went from I hated being there, and yes. I was thinking of ways to get out of the service. Yes. I was thinking, you know, I can get really loaded right now, right. and they'll throw me out. Right. And that would have been easy. Right. And this turned out to be easier. It mm. didn't seem easier. It seemed like that was the easy yes. way, but that takes a lot of work. Yes. And it would have made my life, my life would have continued 
I would be continued to see the universe as a hostile universe. Yes. Today, I am convinced it's a loving universe, and it's easier for like Ed and myself when we're in that headspace yeah. to bring ourselves back to right. what's the truth. The truth is this is a loving universe, and we'll get the right answer at yeah. the right time. I don't need to panic right. or what wonderful thing is going to come out of right. this. Yeah, our job is, like you said, take care of our thoughts, our consciousness, Keep knowing that everything around us is working perfectly in divine order. Do the one thing that sometimes seems like it won't matter at all, but to take care of our own yes. thoughts. And then, boom, you're going to start to find out some wonderful things are happening. Well, and that one thing could just be a smile to a stranger. Yes. Like something to get that love flowing. Yes, a postcard, yes. a phone call, something small that gets you out of self. Yes. Yeah. So coming up next. The editor of the Daily Word magazine and our funniest thing regular, Laura Harvey, will join us to read the Daily Word, which is world peace. So thank you for listening to Funniest Thing on Unity Online Radio. This one is called The Pants. Take eight. As Unity Online Radio continues to expand its programming and outreach to the world, we count on the support of listeners like you. Please make your donation today. Go to www.unity.fm and click on Donate Now. Guidance and direction are bubbling up from your soul all the time, even at night. But do you hear your soul when it calls? Do you recognize it? Do you trust it? Can you trust it? How can you be certain you are hearing the voice of your precious soul? Janet Connor teaches five wisdom habits that help you hear your soul, recognize and trust its guidance and begin to take action to create a truly beautiful life. Learn the wisdom habit of divine dialogue in Writing Down Your Soul. How to live a life of integrity in Soul Vows. And discover your soul's unique purpose in Check the Box. If you long to create a soul-directed life, visit JanetConnor.com and explore all five courses in her signature series, your soul wants five things. I'll light a candle in your name. Just like life, grief is a journey, not a destination. Whether it is loss of life, relationship, security, or simply the process of change, have you given yourself permission to begin your journey of grief? Have you yielded to the gift of grace? Join Rev. Chaz Wesley every Thursday at 5 p.m. Central on a virtual navigation from grief to grace and explore new horizons of empowerment, significance, and support only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. You're listening to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. If you have a question or comment about today's show, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, friend us on Facebook at Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, or email us at funniestthing at unityonlineradio.org. Now, back to Funniest Thing. Don't take advice from the monkey in the middle. 
That's right. We're back. We're back, baby. And now we're in the second segment, and we're very happy you're with us. Yes. Matter of fact, we're so happy we're going to thank you. Yes, thank you for listening. Yes, we really enjoy hearing from our listeners. We, we do. Uh, as the station manager refers to it, it's a groundswell. It's a groundswell. Yeah, the word's getting out. People are sending nice emails about Daryl and Ed. People are retweeting. Retweet. events. Retweeting. Yeah. We've had several retweeters. We've got a lot of retweets. Yes, yes. And we also want to thank the man who makes it all possible, the chief engineer. Yes. Why? Well, his name's Jeff Comfort. Yes. And each week, he He takes us right into the comfort zone. (laughs) Hey. Wow. Not, you know, I guess now we can reveal to our studio, I mean, our studio audience, our home audience, yes. that uh, Jeff Comfort is actually one of the success stories. He was one of the lab chimps in NASA. That's and he right. could fly planes. He knows how to push buttons and work yeah. audio boards. It's yeah. very similar. So we're very, they also taught him how to smoke cigarettes. Nice. Yeah, he's an nice, amazing nice. little monkey. All right. All right. So thank you, Jeff Comfort. We want to give a shout out to the prayer line, which is a great tool offered by Unity at 800-NOW-PRAY or 800-669-7729. Yes. In the morning, they wake Wake up before you put on your makeup. Silent Silent Unity says a little prayer for you. Yeah. So, uh, Daryl... Really want us to get that melody right, so I had to back out of that second line. So, well, I don't really. I'm not really a, a good singer like you are, right? But, but, and I, that but song, once, I used to always turn it when that song came. But on. once I get the melody in my head, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get very you know locked into I, it. I like that. We had a little uh, choir rehearsal before this, we, we even with the hands. Yeah, I like that. I like that. So let's give a shout out to our sponsor, which is uh, I Italy. The one-stop spot online for info and entertainment concerning Italy and Italian-Americans. Visit them online at i-italy.org. They have some great stuff there, including uh, posts from our uh, my co-host here, Daryl Fazzaro. That's right. Yes. So, and, well, it's the moment we've all been waiting for. Yes. Part of our balanced breakfast is... Well, we love the Daily Word because... It's not just for little old ladies. Go, Granny, go, Granny, go, Granny, go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So welcome, Laura Harvey, editor of Daily Word magazine. Hello, hello, hello. I'm happy to be here. Oh, so always. are we happy to have you. I got to tell you a great story before we go any further. A Daily Word story. Do it. All right. I got a call from a, a long-lost friend out of the blue because a friend of his is moving out here. His friend's a musician. So he said, I know a guy out there, Daryl Fazzaro. Okay. So he called me up. His name's Mark McVeigh. He listens to our show, I found out. Wow. Yeah. He says, I listen to your show. And he goes, I was telling my friend Kyle, who's moving out there. And I said, yeah, give him my number. And he goes, i got to tell you, I'll never forget you. He told me from 20 years ago, 1999. Yes. 1990, no, no, 1990, 1990, 1990 in New Jersey. Wow. He goes, I'll never forget you. I was at, he was at a down spot in his life and we were talking and he said, you were just glowing. Like you just oozed all this positivity and I'll never forget. You gave me this little booklet called, and he goes, what was it? The daily, the daily. And I go, the daily word. And he goes, yes. <laughs> he goes, I was so fired up. And I go, man, this guy is, I don't know what's with this guy. But now years later, you could say, you know, yes. how much it affected him in a positive way. Oh, that's right. And, and another daily where I just uh, signed the gift subscription for my mom's uh, daily word. Nice. And uh, if you're interested in subscribing to the daily word, it's a little morning. You get a morning meditation yes. every day. It comes uh you get it every two months, yes, and it's a daily uh, magazine, and you could subscribe to it online at dailyword.com. That's right. Yeah, and you can even get the app for your phone or the mm-hmm. online version or all of them, and the paper one is the one Ed and I enjoy, and Ed likes getting the big print. That's, that's right, that's the actually, print version. That is actually for little old ladies. I know. I love it. 
And with that, we welcome Laura Harvey. Yes. Hey, all right. Well, today's word is world peace. World peace. So our affirmation is, I emanate peace and love to all the world. I emanate peace and love to all the world. If I have been feeling angry or critical, I recognize that I may be disconnected from God's peace within. Today, I rise above these feelings, release them, and reconnect with the presence of God in me. As I meditate, I feel divine love moving in and through me. Loving kindness begins to emanate from me to each person I meet. Love is the greatest harmonizing force in the world. It dissolves any feelings of negativity or judgment. It fills my heart with peace. As I discover and express the peace of God, I share it with others. As I do, they too awaken to peace within. As each individual recognizes and expresses peace and love, the world is blessed. One person at a time, we contribute to a world of peace. From James 3.18, a harvest of righteousness is sown in peace for those who make peace. That is fantastic. That was a good one, huh? Yes, because it gives me um, a realistic approach to world peace that I that I can personally apply. Yes. And really, it's the ripple effect, isn't it? Yes. I mean, my, the world peace doesn't happen by a big demonstration, me shouting, we need world peace or... Dude, it's a rally. So funny you say that. Let me read this message. Yeah, go ahead. Quick. I backed up from uh, thirteen through eighteen on James three, and it, the, I'm, I'm just going to read a part of it. It says, "It's the way you live, not the way you talk, that counts." And then it goes on to say, "Real wisdom is characterized by getting along with others, is gentle and reasonable, overflowing with mercy and blessings, not hot one day and cold the next, not two faced." You can develop a healthy, robust community that lives right and enjoys results only if you do the hard work of getting along with each other, treating each other with dignity and honor. Yeah, because it ripples out. It ripples out. And Ed and I were leaving a restaurant today, uh, Native Foods in downtown Culver City after lunch. And we were talking about how look at our lives. I mean, it really is a reflection of consciousness because everywhere we go, we're met with loving, positive people. Yes. And it reminds me when I was working at, as a doorman in New York City at the Four Seasons, I loved this job. And the guys that were there had been there for many years. And people say it was a hard job to get because you make good money. But he told me the secret because of the making of the good money. And I loved it because you really got to be an ambassador yes. for God. Right. I had my top hat, my gloves. I mean, occasionally I'd have the kids from you know Brooklyn trying to beam me, take off my top hat with a snowball right. down 58th Street. Uh-huh. But that was all part of the fun. You know, I'd sure. duck, and duck behind a car and go, ah, you missed me. Uh-huh. So uh, anyway... It was so wonderful. I mean, strangers looking for directions. It was just the best because you're constantly letting that God's love flow through you. And I asked, his name's Michael. And I said, "Uh, Michael, I go, tell me about this job. He goes, I love this job. And I go, why? He goes, well, the more I sell, the more money I make. And I go, what are you selling? And he goes, love, comfort. He goes, a little bit of New York. That's what they come here for. That's and it awesome. gave me the chills because I know what he understood. Like he was sharing, it's the law of love. Yeah. And it's all about giving. It's yeah. not about getting. You know, the more he gave and the more he got, and he's still there. I mean, he put two kids through school, college, nice. and has a nice house in the country now. Wonderful. Wow. And amazing that he could stay centered in that and, oh. and, you know, always moving from that kind of energy. I mean, gosh, I can't imagine what he created, you know, oh, all the it. good that he created. I, you know, I think something in this in this message makes me think of the times when we're not that way, you know, when we're angry and critical and and that those are really our clues to remember that, you know, we're off center here. There's, you know, sometimes we don't even notice it in ourselves, you know. Yes. But but as soon as we have that recognition, we can realize that, um, you know, there's something to deal with, you know, so that we are putting out that good energy. 
Yeah. Well, yes. and sometimes that's the benefit of being in a relationship. Because yeah. if we don't see it, sometimes yes. my wife will remind you. Point she'll it say, out to us. Yeah. She'll say, do you need to eat? Are you hungry? And now I just give in. I go, you know what? You're right. I'm hungry. Right. Which is good. I'm getting less and less apt to stand my ground in my negativity. You know what I mean? I just go, you're right. I am hungry. I'm starving. And she'll go, go eat. I go, I will. And I go eat. You know? And it changes everything. Or whatever it is, we're able to say... You know, like my wife's going nuts this week about her new haircut. Right. And what usually happens is my wife gets a haircut. She loves it the first day. Loves it. The next day she wakes up and goes, oh, my God, what did I do? I look like Mrs. Brady. Right. And I'm telling her, no, it looks fine. It looks fine. But until she believes it looks fine, I I could say it's the most amazing haircut ever. She's not convinced. Yes. But, you know, now today, and I loved her and told her it's fine. But now today, thank goodness one other person besides her loving husband, so she knows it's the truth, said, wow, I love your haircut. It's got a little edge. It's really much nicer than your other cut. So now she's over the hump. Thank goodness. (laughs) Well, I love this day's daily word, too, because, and I like the way the message talked about it, not being necessarily what you talk, but the way you live it. And because this is why the morning routine that we talk about is so important is because Uh, and it it doesn't matter how many tools uh, you get. It, it matters how 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 you apply them, how I apply them, right? And because it, and it all comes down to that moment where I remember that life is good and that everything is for me. And in the, the remembrance, it happens like you know I had a. It happens oftentimes when I'm sitting in the morning and getting ready for the day. But I mean, it so profoundly changes everything. Even though I may forget it, you know, within the next ten minutes. But in that time, I feel like so much. Like healing happens in my consciousness because I'm seeing and I'm realizing it with my own brain, you know. And a lot of the things that I used to read was it would imply that there was something beyond the physical world, you know. And it, but it would all, but it would still make it seem inaccessible in a way, like this big deal. But every day that we turn and, and read this stuff and go into a meditation, we realize the truth of our being. But most of it exists outside of time and space, or at least that's what I've been realizing lately, that that's just, that's just the way it is. That's not something big and magical. That's life right there. Mo- majority of what we are exists outside of time and space. And that is so refreshing. I could say it a million times, but until I went down and sit down and feel that I'm, you know, feel that eternal being that, that I am and that we all are, right. nothing's going to change. But when that changes in my own mind, everything changes. For me, everything changes. Right. Well, and I mean, everybody's coming at it from a different thing. It's either remembering, like you're saying, or listening to others, or, you know, sometimes I just got to feel it, whatever it is, the good or the bad, feel it. And when I, when I, and not kind of push it away necessarily, Mm -hmm. but really let that feeling just happen, whatever it is, angry, sad, whatever. Mm -hmm. And then as soon as you let it pass through you, you realize how temporary it was. Yeah. Not big, how it wasn't really as big as you thought it was. And all of a sudden, you know, I mean, it can just be minutes and you're on the other side of it. And then you can let in that love. It's a lot better than just denying that it exists that all the bad you know any it's just you know that's resisting it so just kind of letting it flow through you whatever the feeling is and then you can be ready to accept the love and the peace so i think that you know these kind of some of these feelings that we are not so comfortable with are really good clues to help us know when we're not really being you know what we want to be in the world you know yeah because i can't i can't use my willpower it's pointless to try to deny. No, I'm spiritual. Like, right, stuff no. it. No, it's to let it through. It's like, just up until recently, I was, I misunderstood in the Bible where it said, and it came to pass. Cause I thought when they said, and it came to pass, like in that Charlton Heston movie, it always felt like it came to pass. That means we're stuck with it. I right. never, and I didn't know he means, or whoever wrote that in the Bible meant, it came to pass. Yes. I mean, it's coming up. Mm-hmm. Don't give up five minutes before the miracle yeah. because it's going to pass. 
Well, I just that I told you about earlier today. I got an email about this. I'm getting all these texts about this kid who's complaining about something that happened in our lunch group yesterday. And uh, I had a most amazing lunch group with these kids, and everything went really smooth. But this kid today started telling his teacher how he felt unsupported, and this and this and this happened, right? But my first reaction was to want to fight the conditions, right? Like, you know, like who is he to say this and this and that, you know? And I, and I let all that come up, and then I realized. This is I'm I'm, I'm not threatened. Like my job is not threatened by this. My life is, a, and actually, this is a healthy part of the process of why I do social groups. So stuff like this can come up, right? And then I wrote a nice email to the principal and the teacher, which normally I would in the past I might hide from it, but I said, you know, I heard what happened between so and so, and if you want any of my input, please let me know. And I and I sent that on, and I felt so much better because, like you said, Laura, I let it come through. I let all my own upsets come through. I, because there's wisdom in what I was thinking as well. Sure. Once I realized that, then I realized, wait, this doesn't threaten me at all. And this is actually a natural part of the whole process. Well, yeah. Right. And the key, yeah. the key is letting them come through without reacting to them. Like mm. you didn't, cause in the past, I mean, I would have those fears and I would jump to conclusions and make, I better call up there and tell like, yeah. no, now I let those feelings come through me. Like I can remain somewhat calm. I used to think the talking to someone about them was reacting to them. I used to have this mistake, and I, now it's it's really I like the action part. Right. It's like don't take the same action I would have taken in the right. past. That's what I mean. Adam, no, I know. I'm, yeah. I'm just saying for myself. Yeah. I like what you're saying because I used to mistake what you're oh, saying me for. Too. I can't even talk about it. I'm spiritual, oh. but now I let it out, and all the wisdom that was underneath came through. Right. right. We all got to process in our own way. Sometimes I just do it by being completely. By myself and just completely feeling the feelings. I mean, I can get a little weird and just start crying and let it just go through, you know, whatever it yes. is. Yeah. Just get it out, you know, or it's sometimes the best thing I can do is just call my friend and say, hey, I got to talk about this. I got to get this out. And then you get it out and you move on, you know? Yeah. I mean, there's power in all our little processes as long as we don't deny it. Yes. And there's one thing you left out of your talk. The best thing of your whole discovery was when you when you started going, well, that's why he's in the group. That's yes. the behavior he has to learn to deal with. Yes, exactly. And I said about the kid, wait a minute. That's the reason why he's in my group. Yeah, because he can so stir up a whole school. Yes. I know. <laughs> so so anyway, yeah. thank you, Laura, for coming on the show as always. Thank you for having me. I love being here. Oh, fantastic. We love that you're here. Coming up after the break, we'll have the joke of the day, listener mailbag, Daryl and Ed's funniest things for the week and more. So thank you for listening to Funniest Thing on Unity Online Radio. This one is called The Pants. Take eight. Yoga. What if you could transform your finances and energy level? Go from lack to lots, from low energy to high energy. What if it only took five minutes every day? Would you do it? Shift your patterns by listening to Jane's daily inspiring and life-changing messages. Join her global community online at www.ultimateprosperityplanners.com. Prosperity Jane. Your personal prosperity cheerleader. You've seen reality TV. Well, now get ready for reality radio. It's raw, unpredictable, and completely unscripted. Healing Your Life with Dr. Chris Michaels follows the lives of four people each season as they face their fears and overcome challenges. Listen in weekly and follow along as they take each faithful step on their journey. Learn what it takes to really heal your life. Dr. Chris Michaels shows you how to expect specific and measurable results from prayer. He says we must place a demand upon consciousness. We don't hope to get what we pray for. We expect it. As a 25-year veteran in the New Thought Movement, Dr. Chris has helped thousands of people find their way to success and healing. His faith is unshakable, and his commitment to helping others heal through the power of prayer is extraordinary. Don't miss Reality Radio. 
Healing Your Life with Dr. Chris Michaels. Live Mondays at 11 a.m. Central Time on Unity Online Radio. We now return to the funniest thing. Here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. Don't take advice from the monkey in the middle. Do not take advice from the monkey in the middle. Do not take advice. Oh, that's right. If the monkey in the middle starts chirping, just remember to say no, 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 no. Okay. Well, let's start the segment. I got a good little reading from uh, New Beginning 2 by Abraham Hicks, Jerry and Esther Hicks. Well, wait, this one's a little small, and I think since that one's so powerful. Oh, yeah, you wanted to give that one out. Yeah, this is a good one. This was just from from yesterday in A Deep Breath of Life by Alan Cohen, and it kind of dovetails or piggybacks. Those are the hip words they're using in seminars now. Yes. Um, What we just spoke of in the second segment, if you haven't, if you're just joining us now, we suggest you go back and listen to that on the podcast because it was a terrific um, daily word. And it's from, here it is from Alan Cohen on April 15th. And he says, any activity in life can be elevated to the level of blessing. The situations we encounter are templates upon which we imprint our heart's intentions. Every moment we make the choice between love and fear. Nothing in this world is outside the power of transformation by way of a loving heart. When we choose love, we bring the world closer to heaven. Fear makes the world hell. The choice is ours. Yes. Ah, so there's part of being the monkey in the middle is choosing between love and fear. That's right. Because the monkey's indecisive, and that's why he's chirping around in his cage. Right, and the key is the choice because when we're not we're, until we make the choice through doing things that we've discussed on the show doing some positive reading reaching out to someone lovingly do a choice make a some simple choice that affirms that this is a loving universe we stay stuck in the middle it doesn't matter how much head knowledge we have no. about this stuff we have to find a way to get back in like Laura Harvey said into the feeling the flowing feeling that, that we live in a loving universe and uh, Abraham, in the, in the book I mentioned, A New Beginning 2, which is on our Goodreads list, uh, says uh, there's just a few simple phrases they have in one section. And it says this talks about what it feels like when you're the monkey in the middle or why we get stuck. Right. It says because you counter the majority of your thoughts with opposing thoughts, you believe that you are not powerful. So that means your intuition or, or your, your loving heart tells you something's possible. But immediately some fear or doubt or worry comes in. And I like that it's the majority. That yes. the loving, the successful, the prosperous you, yes. that's the majority. Yes. And the reason you feel small when you're in these feelings of doubt is because you are small in comparison to the real you. That's so true. It takes so you're trying to like that old cartoon, put your thumb into the, the dam. You know, into the don't dike. be afraid to say that. Yeah, one. put your thumb <laughs> in the dike. I just want to make sure people knew what that was anymore. But there's so much love rushing toward you. It and it and it seems opposite. When I'm in that yes. feeling of resistance, it feels like I'm so justified. Otherwise, how dare? How else would I dare stand in front of an ocean of love and try to stop it? Right. Yes. And this goes on to say, when you no longer split your energy. When you no longer split your flow of energy with contradictory thoughts, you will know your power. And this reminded me of the fellow that you talked about uh, from back in the day in 1990, was it you said? Oh, Mark McVeigh with the Daily Word. Yeah, well, you were living proof of this because it says, as you think, you feel. And as you feel, you ooze. And as you ooze, you influence. You know, it's funny. He said those words, but I was afraid to say it. He goes, you were oozing God but I was afraid to say well, the funny it. I part left is, out the best part. No, no, you said it. Oh, I did? You did? That's why I thought of it. Oh you said God, it. I was, it. I, was yeah. in a, I was in a spiritual blackout That's last right. segment. So you said it, and it brought that up for me, so I wanted to share that too, because that is the truth. This is what I was saying before. No matter how many tools I have, until I apply them and get moving with this stuff, it's it, like that's part of the thing. It's like, I know all these tools. 
These people don't get me. No. When I get me, other people get That's me. That's right. When I get what I'm talking about, when I feel and live what I'm talking about, I see it all the time in my lunch groups. I see when I'm feeling on fire, I have the best experiences no matter where I go. The whole, your whole circumstance. Yes. Turns and joins you. Yes. Wherever you are in consciousness. Yes. And sometimes we're like the wise guy in this joke we have here That's from. That's right. I don't make them up. Reflection stories and jokes from a faithful fool. I think he says it like this. I don't make them up. There you go. Reverend R. Tony Ricard, M. M. Div. Yeah, we don't know what this is. He's a bunch of titles. He's got a lot of titles. We love him. He's on our Goodreads list. Goodreads.com forward slash Daryl and Ed. Okay, so this one's called A Wise Guy. Hey. Hey. Once there was a religious lady that had to do a lot of traveling for her business, so she did a lot of flying. Since flying made her very, very nervous, she always took her Bible along with her to read. It helped her relax on the long flight. One time she was sitting next to a skeptical man. When he saw her pull out her Bible, he gave a little chuckle and smirk and went back to what he was doing. After a while, he turned to her and asked, You don't really believe all that stuff in there, do you? The lady replied, Of course I do. It's the Bible. He said, Well, what about that guy that was swallowed up by that whale? She replied, Oh, Jonah, yes, I believe that. It is in the Bible. He asked, Well, how do you suppose he survived all that time inside the whale? Well, I really don't know. I guess when I get to heaven, I will ask him. What if he isn't in heaven? Then you can ask him. It took a while for our drummer to get that joke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right, that's right. But he got it. And now, what do I hear in the distance? Get a little trouble when she choked on a piece of bone. On that last one. All right, let's get started in the mailbag. This is a nice, juicy mailbag. Gabby is our postal pit bull, by the way. Yeah, here you go, Daryl. Why don't you read this one? All right. This, okay. Uh, We actually had a post that said, you cannot struggle to joy. This was on our Facebook page. Yes. Struggle and joy are not on the same channel. You joy your way to joy. You laugh your way to success. It is through your joy that good things come. And that's also from Abraham. And Diane Bain Leonard from Michigan responded, the amazing energy of joy attracts joy. And it is a beautiful experience. And it's so easy to create. Well, doesn't that go perfect with today's show? That's what we're talking about. Yes. So let's see. We've got got a few more here. Ooh, fortune cookie size. As always, Sandy Page. uh, Well, I don't want to take it for granted, but we are grateful that Sandy Page has uh, chimed in again saying, yay, it's show day. I'll be listening after work tonight. Have fun. She also responded. uh, We posted last week's episode, which was Daryl and Ed at the movies. And Sandy said, great show and great reminders. Oh, and wait, I see one little sliver. Yeah, what is that one? No, no, but it's wet. looks like it traveled through the Pacific Ocean. Yes. And it says. What's this one for? Oh, this is from Kirk Chelson, Shanghai. Yes. And it was in regard to the episode Daryl and Ed at the movies. He wrote, thanks. It was just what I needed. Oh, well, thank you for uh, tuning in, Kirk. We definitely appreciate it. Now, uh, we have a really good funny thing from you regarding your radio show that's that's coming up. That's right, coming up this Friday, the 18th. And if you miss... If you missed it, yes. uh, it'll be it's a podcast. It'll be available. It's on KCRW's Unfictional. Tell them just a, a little bit about what it is. This is a story about um, I went back to um, res- actually looking to solve the mystery of my grandfather's murder that yes. happened when I was a young boy. And it's yes. always been this looming mystery, unsolved, you know, emotional burden that my family carried for now 44 years. And the thing with that was when I was invited to do it, they were actually inspired. And we're talking about just following your inner guide and not the monkey in the middle. I was inspired to do a little creative thing several years ago, mixing phone calls of me researching this with music. Yes. 
And no one liked it. But I enjoyed the process of making it. I always felt good about it. Right. And even people said, this is garbage. I go, okay. And I'd move on. Because I listened to me instead of asking other people, how should I make this? Or how should I create it? So if you have a creative urge, follow it through. So you made a piece about this unsolved murder. And then and people poo-pooed it and said, this is garbage. But you said, all right. And you kept moving. And then all of a sudden. It gets discovered by people who I thought were out of my league. And this is where the ugly duckling story comes in. And before, But also it's where before the the monkeys in the middle were telling you, no, No, this is garbage. But now you've met the top monkeys. The top monkeys (laughs) said, this is awesome. I almost didn't believe them. Right. And now I'm actually being included as a producer of this piece, and they're going to be submitting it for awards. And it's a full 30-minute radio documentary. Yes. And once again, um, you can find that on iTunes at the KCRW Unfictional link on iTunes, or you can go to the KCRW.com, I believe, Unfictional, and find it there. And the title of it's called A Murder in Jersey. And we'll put a link to that on Facebook uh, after it airs. Yeah, it's a whole other side of Daryl Fazzaro that I'm sure our viewers can't even relate to. It's truly amazing, though. But uh, it just goes to show that these spiritual principles really do transform lives, mine, yes. mine in particular, to a much positive way of living and, and embracing life. Yes. Oh. What, well, now what's wrong? Sometimes I'm in so deep Sometimes I'm such a fool for fear Doubt gets me wrapped around its finger Ed, you don't have to let it linger We don't have to, we We don't have to We don't have to let it linger That's right Thank you for joining us at Funny (laughs) Well... You know how to contact us. You can subscribe to the Funniest Thing podcast on iTunes. Just go to the iTunes store or the iTunes app on your phone. We love to hear from you. Send all of your stories, comments, and suggestions to funniestthing at unityonlineradio.org. And subscribe to the Funniest Thing, to fu- the funniest thing with Daryl and Ed YouTube channel Woo! for great video episodes. Also, follow us on Twitter, at Ed, and find the Funniest Thing Facebook fan page and like us and comment. We love your comments. We love your letters. Yes. And we'll mention them on the air. Woo! But most of all, thank you for being a part of Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed on you Unity Online Radio. You can wash your finger. Thank you for listening to The Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Listen in every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Central as these unlikely saints share more real-life stories of how surrendering to divine order always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. This program has been made possible by God through automated monthly transfers from Daryl and Ed's credit cards. Does music open your heart and bring you peace and joy? Experience the sacredness of sound with Ramdesh Kaur as we travel the world of mantra, kundalini yoga, and devotional music. Join us for a journey into spirit. Thursdays at 4 p.m. Central, 5 p.m. Eastern on Spirit Voyage Radio with Ramdesh. Only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Inspiration only takes a moment. We invite you to focus your attention inward with these words from Elizabeth Searle Lamb. This is a new day. Lead your conscious mind to that still haven of your soul where your indwelling Christ opens wide the doorway of your heart. At once, mind, soul, and body, you are flooded with the light and love of God. You are lifted high above this earthly plane and filled with the radiance of spirit. 
Send this love and light on to those whom you hold dear so that it may uplift, heal, and comfort them. As you send this radiance on, you are filled with a new sense of God's power, and you release this power to the whole world to uplift, guide, and bless all people. A day's tasks await you, but God is with you, and with God's help, all shall be done perfectly. This meditative moment is brought to you by Unity. Ever notice how the funniest things happen when we stop taking ourselves too seriously and step out boldly? Listen to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed as these unlikely saints administer a refreshing dose of laughter and love that will inspire you to step out boldly and experience the funniest things. Join the discussion with Daryl and Ed live every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Central Time on Funniest Thing, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Are you ready to experience the rich interconnection of spirituality, orientation, and identity? If so, plan to attend Liberating Your Divine Identity, a retreat at Unity Village during Pride Month, June 9th to the 12th. This soul-filled retreat is facilitated by LGBTQIA plus Unity Ministers with workshops and ceremonies to cultivate a deeper awareness of our spiritual nature. Register at unityvillage.org forward slash divine 2022 